Smile for me, you know. <laughs> Uh, right now I'm here with the man, the mate, the legend. Only one Tony Balcom, aka Denim God. Hey bro. Welcome, Baba. I'm here with greatness. <laughs> you know that we know we shit. Let's say we never see before. <laughs> My favorite producer right now in Canada. Thank you very much, Baba. Baba, we'll be meaning to do this for the longest. Yes, sir. Uh, like because of like yeah. where we made intellectually with hip hop and yeah. um, whatever, whatever. Like, we've been having a lot of offline conversations. That offline conversations, like, yeah. We needed to hear. Yeah. People needed to hear. Yeah. And again, you know, like, this thing does stop for a few weeks. Yeah. You know, there was one reason or the other. And shout out to my guy who know we, yeah. we help us push him longer. More rich. But everything has come into like full cycle yeah. right now. And yeah. I think you are like at a better place to have these conversations yeah. right now. Yeah. And... And uh, doing my due diligence, I'll be sending you like focus point where <laughs> you don't forget. So. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Ah! So, Baba, let's start with, let's go back to like, you know, a lot of people see your work, right? Yeah. And everybody know that like, it's rooted in hip hop. Yeah. Where did your journey with hip hop start from? Mm. Um, growing up, my father, my elder brother the, the, the i grew up around there was a lot of hip-hop around the house yeah yeah i listened to jams here and the park dmx LLQJ, um jay-z yeah. nas you know i grew up having to you know listen to some of those tracks yeah but i didn't listen to my first um album until get rich or die trying 50 cent. 50 cent that was the first hip-hop album as a complete album i've been listening to tracks i knew i knew tracks from you know songs and all of that yeah. but that was the first album i listened to completely in 2003 because i mean at the time i had grown up and my yeah. dad just bought the album and he had a sonny walkman at the time so i just put that headset on and from track one to the last it was just 50 cent was it's legendary it was a virus phenomenal so looking at all of that I saw how what came with hip hop. It wasn't just a sound or the music or the raps. Yeah. It was a culture. It was a subculture. Mm. It came with its own style of dressing. It came with it its own with its own lingo. Yeah. They spoke a certain way. They moved a certain way. You know, they did certain things a certain way. The break dancing. You know, you know. You, I fell in love with brands like Adidas. Looking at what Ron DMC, Jam Master J, and the rest of them, you know, what they did, you know, with the Adidas brand, the Adidas superstar, and all of that. So I was just carried by the, the flamboyance and the charisma that came with hip hop, hmm. you know. And I was like, if I was ever going to make clothes, I was going to make clothes that the rappers would want to wear and you know body it with that charisma that i love so much with hip-hop so in 2002 you knew you were going to make clothes no i did not know i was going to make clothes in 2003 mm. Nah, i did not know i was going to make clothes in 2003 okay. in 2003 i just knew that i had the eye and the ear for good things mm. yeah so like there's this thing that happened to me when i got into um hip-hop right yeah. Um, everybody I met was telling me, go back, you, this one you guys are listening to now is not mm. the real hip-hop, mm. this is the watered-down version. Yeah. You have to go back, you have to go back. Mm. Did you have that conversation with like the OGs around you at that 
Yeah, they did even till now, like a lot of my senior friends that are like really rooted in hip hop, they, they really don't listen to these new guys so much. Yeah. But <laughs> art is always evolving. Mm. 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 It's always upwards. Yeah. It's always upwards. There was I wrote something on one of those times when I write I was like, you know, it's a problem if we don't look at the past to get inspired and create the future. Mm. Mm. And it's a problem if we stay stuck in the past. Yeah. So you have to find the balance. You go back, get the inspiration. Nothing is new under the sun. Pick what has been done before. Um, Bible. Yes. Make it into something new. It's a problem if we don't look back and it's a problem if we stay stuck in the past. Mm. So we have to go back, look at what they did, how they did it. You know, what made them do it so well pick up the lessons i feel like sometimes i look at it i'm like sometimes it feels like you know craftsmanship is dead yeah. when you go back and you see what these guys did not just hip-hop like in every form of art how you know rigorous the process was and they stayed there they did it yeah they stayed there for hours the painters they would imagine what it felt like for michelangelo to paint the Sistine yeah. chapel ceiling how yeah. long it took they'll tell you like if you go and read in history they'll tell you that ah, someone spent like they painted this particular you know mural from so 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 time to so 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 time how years interval of course you know people don't have that patience anymore to like sit still like the alchemists did they'll sit still by the fire and stay there until lead turns to gold mm. you know? the, when you and talk about the alchemist just now just remember alchemist the the producer yeah right now you they reference the book yeah right so like Denim Gold, who was that first hip hop or like cultural figure you saw? And you like, I want to model my style mm. to this guy. Undisputedly, Kanye West. Hmm. Undisputed, he was the person that had me. Like, I was in, I was in shock. I was not, I wouldn't say I was in shock, I was in awe. Hmm. Like, it was glorious seeing him walk the streets 2000 and post graduation era. When he went like full pop, yeah, it was. I was like, "What is this flamboyance?" Like I knew the flamboyance from the time DD, Jay Z, and everybody pack Biggie, you know, with the Versace, pack with the Versace and all of that. Yeah, but Kanye made it God level. He took it to God level. Hmm. Mm, he took it to God level. Like which Kanye? Like Kanye had like different eras. Like I can see. Yeah. Um, the first time I met Kanye was the first music video that uh, this guy, is, this is the Kanye West I saw was yeah. Kanye West and Lupe Fiasco touch the sky. Yeah, touch the sky. Uh, and that Kanye was a backpack. Uh, yeah, it was still a backpack. That's why I said post-graduation yeah, era okay. when he went full pop. Hmm. I loved Kanye. I, I mean, I loved college dropout Kanye, late registration Kanye, you know, late orchestration, yeah. all of that. I loved Kanye from... You know, from um, 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 what was it called? Through the wire, two two words with most deaf and the rest of them. Yeah. You know, I love Kanye from that time, but as a fashionista, what like as 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 somebody that loved the world of glamour. You know, the flamboyance, the charisma, that loved pop. It was post graduation era after the grad graduation dropped. You know, the way he was moving with the yeah. artists. The cover for graduation, he you know commissioned um, Takashi Murakami to paint the cover, you know, making pop art and all of that. What's your favorite? Let's do a top three Kanye project. Let's talk about Kanye music. Yeah. Like, what's your top three? Top three Kanye albums. Yeah. Oh ah, 
I'll start from the first. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Top 10 greatest albums of all genre in music. Mm. Top 10, in my opinion. Top 10 is as great as Thriller. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's the magna opus of of high art in music. Mm. Yeah. Number two. Jesus, next. 2013. Mm. Jesus. I'd, I've never seen somebody, you know, reach the top and still find a way to create something new hmm. while risking everything that he's worked for so far you heard it there's yeah. how many days i'll be how many i don't know what the, the, i can't really get the specific book they had finished the album and kanye wasn't satisfied he went to recruiting to bear everything down hmm. stripped everything down and he wanted something very minimal yeah. and they, he re-recorded everything and then when he came out, you hear it now, from the beginning of the album, the sound, he was channeling his frustration with, you know, the art and the fashion industry, songs like New Slaves, yeah. you know, fuck you and your corporations, you niggas, you niggas can control me, you mm. know. Jesus, next to Jesus, would be the college dropout. Mm. Solid. The college dropout. Mm. It's it's it, 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 you have to add the college dropper because that was what gave us Kanye. Yeah. You go back and you listen to like how this guy got to that point that he was at the time, and it's 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 this it's this it's the story that made Kanye. That's college dropout. So my beautiful dark twisted fantasy for everybody that doesn't know the album. This yeah. young is I know you guys don't listen to you know, I know like, the raps. It, they just see the TMZ headlines and they don't yeah, understand yeah, yeah. why Kanye is Kanye. Go Kanye, listen. Yeah. We, we listen to the rap. We know the raps word for word. It was the lyrics that made us. You know. Yeah. Definitely. It was the lyrics that inspired us. Where do you place um, a king is born? Um, uh, what's this album? Um, his gospel album. Uh, um, what's it called? Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Where do you place that album? Because I, I also rank that album very high. It's 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 in a league of his own. I don't add it to his discography. Hmm. Yeah. Jesus is King is like is is like is like a sanctuary in my eye. Hmm. Where if Kanye was were to go through his discography and it makes him, it gives him a high. Jesus is King just makes him understand that without God, without Jesus, he's nothing. So he stays very humble. And now that you said that, I understand, right? Mm. I also have the conflict of like, like cause my favorite Kanye West album ever is Kissy Ghost. Oh, okay. right? you get? Yeah, oh. So I also have the conflict with like, where do I put this mm. album mm. in like his many, many catalog? Mm. Because when you look at it, I just see that like that era of Kissy mm. Ghost and Ye, Kanye was writing personal messages to mm-hmm. me, you get? Yeah. And then that's when I became a fan fan. Yeah. You know, before I was a fan, not mm-hmm. a fan fan. Yeah. Right? Get? I'm like, okay, for somebody to be like at this level, I want to be as vulnerable as this. Yeah. Right. You get? So it's cool that like, um, that understanding, now, now I can say I understand better to say, okay, man. And these albums, yeah, Kids mm. Eagles, Jesus is King, Jesus is Born. Mm. Those albums are just special. They should be on uh, on yeah, their own. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're like ah, like you listen to Kiss Eagles and you just see the vulnerability, like yeah. the, the reborn from reborn. Yeah, you know, you see the vulnerability. He's just burning out his soul. So they're like, those albums are like albums that are 
Kanye in his soul. I feel like these other albums are like they are still Kanye in his soul, but these other albums will just. I feel like if 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 you were, if, if Kanye himself were to listen to this other album, they'll put him at a high. Yeah. And then these albums like Kitsy Ghost and Ye mm. and Jesus is King, you know, they just make him return to his to inner self. Yeah. Like yeah, go and find like you know who he is at his core spiritually. Hmm. Yeah. For real. For yeah. real. What's your favorite Kanye rap? Verse. <laughs> it's crazy, eh? Because ah, almost as he just asked that question, eh? like ten thousand, ten thousand Kanye lines. Because I know the raps. Like I, there are some albums that I can rap from beginning to the end. Hmm. Yes, from track one to the end, I will rap word for word. I no go miss anything. So, but it's funny how I miss all of these inspiring raps that Kanye has. Out, it's between these two verses, and they are still on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Um, power, where he said, um, where he said, no one man should have all that power. Yeah, no, no, no one man should. Have. There was a line inside. He say, um, "Got treasures in my mind, but couldn't open up my own vault. My childlike creativity, honestly, uh, honesty is honestly being crowded by these grown thoughts. Reality is catching up with me, taking my inner child and fighting for custody." With these responsibilities that they entrusted me, as I look down at my diamond encrusted piece, that and the line on Devil in a New Dress where he said, "The Leo Cohen of your own," hmm. it was it was the line struck me. You know, Leo Cohen is a hip hop yeah. was he called music executive, like one of the earliest hip hop executives has worked with Jam Master J and the, yeah. the Beastie Boys and you know those guys from his like. He's, if they were if they were to write about hip hop as a music business, you cannot skip Leo Cohen's name. Let's go like um, let's use this Kanye as um, um, let's go from here, right? Mm. Just like we have um, created the dichotomy between mm. his personal albums and his, so yeah. you know those albums that are very personal. Yeah. You know that like as creatives, it's also that like you yeah. that certain times you create and mm. you need to touch that who are you mm. question. When did you answer that who are you question for you? Like, like, like you know, that like, that yeah. who are you question is that like, okay, I've been creating for everybody. Yeah. This is who I am. Let me create for myself. Oh, You know, and a lot of it, that, like they say, true art comes from there. Yeah. Right? You know, because me, I got to that level of my own creativity and I say, oh, I everybody comes to me to say, oh, we create this yeah. commercial success yeah. music. We create this very popular music. Can you yeah. let's get this vibe? Mm-hmm. For me, I do not want to create that vibe. That's not. I do not find myself listening to it by mistake or by cook. You understand? So I now restricted everybody to say, okay, man, if you are coming to me, this is what you are coming for. Yeah. Don't come to me for my piano, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, me, I also see that like that's one place that every creative should get to mm. as um so the question is there, there were points in your career where you were creating to suit everybody right then they would whatever any point in your career that you sat back to say oh this is my style this is what i'm doing and everybody that's coming to me should come to me for this you know the, the crazy thing is like i'll be very honest with you from the get-go I always found a way to make what I wanted to make. Hmm. And then I found a way to make people love what I was making. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I've I've never been... Like, I've, I've, I make the designs that I want to make and make it in such a way that people love it as against 
you know yeah the other way around you know i i mean the, i came in making clothes that were not very you know normal when like i started putting our clothes they weren't like very normal the clothes were looking very you know they were this post-apocalyptic kind of look ripped clothes and all of this you know stuff that wasn't very common i was bringing you know avant-garde designs that weren't it wasn't something that was really obtainable yeah but i noticed that the young people and how the times were evolving i could predict that this was what was going to happen yeah this, this yeah going to so go. naturally they loved it and you know that was how we went with it so that means that like automatically that question that question answered itself yeah. in you naturally yes, right with you did like i i i did like a lot of research before i started putting our clothes like who I, were you researching on yeah I, i understood firsthand that art comes first hmm. and next to that is the business that moves art otherwise art will not how to be very stagnant like da vinci we wouldn't know about da vinci if there wasn't a medici to back him up financially hmm. you get me but the art comes first it always comes first you know so i understood that my 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 idols art comes first that's the collective the name of the collective sam and shaka you know so i understood that and um when i wanted to make clothes i knew that if you didn't if you made if you talk to just your art you get me you would not grow because you don't have resources to push this art hunger will kill you there mm. you get me this is like from all honesty so you have and then you have to find a way to find the balance between the art and then the commercial and if you go to commercial you feel empty because your soul has not been expressed yeah so you have to find a way to express your soul and make people buy it so how how do you advise like um up and coming yeah. like creative yeah. side yeah. To balance that scale oh okay you i think f- from what i learned like you have to know your primal inclinations the things that you love the most mm. and then you build from it mm. because i know a lot of people who are beautiful creatives yeah but the marketing part is yeah um, they have like you really i mean you have to find a way to like you have to make stuff first of all your art has to be like top level Yeah. First of all, you have to master your craft. Spend time mastering your craft. Stay in your stay in, in your, your lab. Lane, yeah. Spend give the 10,000 hours whatever you need to give. Stay there and master it. And then when you see that okay, you are refined enough, you bring out the art. Then after you do that, I think another key thing again after that, aside like trying to push a business is yeah. networking. Cool. Yeah. The people that you can, you know, create relationships with people. You get me? you just come out and you don't you feel like the people that are at the top they just got there by them no nobody rises alone nobody rises alone this is the world of men even the bible says how did it say the heavens yes but the earth has it given to the sons of men it's the world of men if god releases something to give to you and a man is in charge of it and he says no you will not get it hmm. you hmm. get me so you have to find a way to get to the hearts of men yeah whether asking god to help you or however but you have to create relationships Mm. You get me? That's how you push the business. Aside this, our social media sponsored ads and all of this PR we do on social media, yeah. word of mouth goes a long way. Oh, one person in position of you know authority, authority. or in a position that if they say your name, the next person will be like, "Who is that?" And that's how your name is going. It goes a long way. 
So a, a lot of young people they don't they don't understand that. That's why they go on the internet. You have a business, you go on the internet and you're, you know, talking to people anyhow. Mm. You don't know these people in real life. You don't know anything about it. You just go there and you know people. It's keyboard. You just do it from your house and you talk to people anyhow. Yeah. And you wonder how you are. You know why you you are not able to push this thing as much as you should. Yeah. You just go on the internet and you feel like because you can say anything, you just say anything carelessly. You don't do that. So we've talked about your musical influences yeah. or influencers, right? Let's look at movies. How mm. do the movies that made you mm. or inspired you? Like uh. What movies inspired um, the Denim God? The first movie that made me really love pop culture Double Platinum is the name of the movie. Hmm. Diana Ross and Brandy. Diana Ross was Olivia King and um, Brandy was Kayla. In the movie, Olivia was a singer and she wanted to pursue her career. So mm. she left Brandy with her father and, you know, Brandy's dad got upset and did not let her come close anymore. She became a very big pop star and um, young killer didn't know that that was her mother and she was already looking up to her mother not knowing that ah this person is the person that you know gave birth to me so she as a young aspiring singer has started doing you know one or two things here and there at a local home hometown and Olivia comes looking for Brandy and tries to help Brandy with her music career and all of that. And I get to see how these things work. I started seeing, oh, to make a music star, to make a star, there's photo shoots. At a very young age, I could see that, oh, okay, I'm hearing them say, oh, this is my manager, this is this, this is the mm. record company. You know, I'm hearing some people going to leak news to the press and then the next day is making headlines. And I'm seeing all of these things and they're, you know, subconsciously just building up in me. So, yeah, double platinum. It's one movie that I still go and see it till this day. Every time I go and find a way to just stream the movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, next to that, movies that really shaped me. I have to give it to Kanye's Runaway, the full-length movie. Mm. Yeah. The full-length Runaway. Mm. It's a masterpiece. It came with the, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy album. It's a visual, artistic, and creative masterpiece. You know, I recommend it. Everybody that um, follow you all, yeah. um, look at you, right? Yeah. The, the, you cannot avoid the God symbolism in whatever you do, yeah. or your branding and all that. Um, What's that relationship like? You and God are using God for marketing, or <laughs> is no. God using you for marketing? <laughs> God is using me, but not for marketing. You mm. know, He's using me to further His purposes. Mm. Yeah, God like, is using me, but no, it's not for marketing. Like, like from I God level it. to Demi God to yes. the Demi Meloin. Yeah, like, it's always that God. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's two things. Yeah. There's a line from Pusha, New God Flow. Mm. The beginning of the song, he says, he goes, I believe there's a God above me. I'm just the God of everything else. Mm. That line stuck. 
the lions talk. I believe there's a God above me. I reverence my Father in heaven. I reverence the Holy Spirit. I reverence Jesus Christ. Yeah. I know that I'm nothing without God. But at the same time, just... yeah, I understand that he has put me, he, the Bible says he has put me as a God on earth. Hmm. Yes, he has given me dominion over all of creation. Hmm. He says it. You are God and all of you are children of the Most High. Hmm. So, those two things. That's yeah. why there's always a God in everything I do. I understand that, you know, I'm a representation of God. I am God in the flesh. Hmm. And there's Abba above me too. So that like, um, when you go into like production and um, creating like whatever you do, all that you do, yeah, right. Um, you go with the headset of there's there's a God above me. Yes. But do you know that like fashion is one thing that um, very religious people fan out. Yeah. You know, they see your fashion and they may say it's very progressive yeah. or it's too left yeah. to get. Yeah. How do you deal with those conversations? Oh, that's a very good question. I, first of all, it's a very religious people frown out. So, they don't, they've not been frowning at me. Hmm. There's, there's God in it. So <laughs> they've been loving it. They love the God reference and they, they come and then they see that you know, this is not just a brand that is trying to push profanities, you know, just a mundane brand and all of yeah. that. But it's a brand that is rooted in God, so they can see the the, the, the aesthetic is, you know, God-driven. So let's talk about the part of your brand yeah. on um, pop culture in this city. Um... You know, I go around and I see like people wear the brand, people, yeah. um, there's hardly any event in this town and there's yeah. no yeah. 20,000 people wearing them. <laughs> 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 you know, like when you see those things, like, yeah. can you describe the emotions in you at that point? First, humbling, very thankful. Mm. It makes me very grateful to God. I know that. It's God's hand. I do my due diligence, but there's only so much you can do. Mm. But when that hand of God is carrying you, 10,000 miles per cubit, how do they even say it? Yeah. You know, that charm-like operation of the grace of God that makes everybody want to place a demand on whatever you're bringing out. I know that I've done my research, I've done my homework and all of that. The work is good and all, but nah... How does the Bible say by the arm of flesh and no man prevail? At all. There's only so much you can do in the strength of your own flesh. You know, so it makes me very grateful to God. Extremely, it's very humbling. Sometimes I just go before God and I'm like, it can only be you. Hmm. Mm, it can only be you. Yeah. Crazy um, thing, right? Is yeah. that like, um, when um, people come, when people see you the first time, right, right you do not look like um, you do not look like somebody that uh, that put a lot of energy into studying, studying. Yeah. Because from everything you've been saying, like there's something that stands out. You've yeah. always gone back to study. You've yeah. always. If you were to advise anybody, what are those like 
books or materials that like anybody that wants to venture or yeah. anybody that is seeking yeah like, i know bible good day because of uh, yeah. your links with god normally right those books or those study materials that people should should from your own yeah. from your where you are sitting that is a must read for like creatives and yeah. like everybody that's going that wants to go on this same journey yeah um, i recommend robert, robert green's mastery hmm. that was the book that made me understand that mastering a craft requires a lot of time and a lot of repeated practice mm. staying in the lab staying hidden honing your craft you master it it takes time to do that so it was mastery that made me understand that these masters the people that have done it before ah they spend so much time you know for their work to like look this sublime where you look at it and like and you're like was this crafted by a human being mm. from the music musicians to the painters to the sculptors the architecture you know the automobiles you see that oh this wasn't done in one year two years no some of some of these works were not even done in five years you hear 10 15 years you see the eiffel yeah. The Eiffel Tower in Paris. Now it's the symbol of Paris. But at mm. the time when um, Gustave Eiffel came up with the, the idea, everybody said he was crazy, that he was, you know, he's, he was mad and he wasn't, maybe he had mental issues or something was wrong with him. Mm. That it was humanly impossible to, you know, build something that tall. But it happened. So you see that these men, they really spent a lot of time mastering the craft. So I recommend mastery. And that's what mastery, you know, lets you. There's examples of men from all walks of life. Yeah in the book so yeah mastery by robert green i recommend it 100 you know um i also recommend the alchemist mm. yeah it's a simple wonderful it's it's hard to put it into words but it's spiritual it's it's everything at some point the book became like a bible for me mm you know it just goes to explain why it's the most translated book by a living author and still one of the, the, the best-selling books of all time hmm. like it's sold over you know i can't really get the specific but over 160 million copies worldwide since its release hmm. you know so yeah i recommend those two materials when you look at those two materials it will take you back to your primal inclinations and you know the other materials to go and get as regards your field but those are like the two basics that i'll recommend for anybody hmm. yeah now let's talk about uno please now i want to talk about this event right so so now you will focus and focus on things the the angles every every you get you understand you will come get greatness get all those things yeah, so sometimes you go show me in, sometimes you go show lane. Mm. So use your initiative. <laughs> mm, he has been Uno has been in the business for forty years. <laughs> if he Uno will interview Bob Mali. <laughs> <laughs> December third. Yeah. Um this is the first time you are organizing this some you don't pop up shops. Yeah. 
But December 3rd, you're taking it in no child. Yeah. Like, what's the inspiration behind December 3rd? I think that's the um, that's the only thing I've not done yet. Mm. The personal project, the projects that I have, that I have like mapped out for my, you know, the timeline of my life. Yeah. That's the project. That's the next project that's written down to do. Hmm. Yeah, and if I, as me as a designer, me as a you know fashion designer, me as an artist. You know, me as a businessman, for now, that is like the icing on the cake hmm. for everything that I've put together so far. So that's why we're making sure that we give Calabar once in a, li- once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. What is it about? It's about a dream. It's not just the clothes. It's about a dream. One man's vision. Mm. How God came and assisted him. Mm. It's about a dream. It's not just the clothes. It's not just the models, the flamboyance, the glitz, the glamour. No. When you come there, you understand what it feels like to... So what will be on show that day? Um, what should what should I expect? Hmm. Expect art, high art. Expect expect inspiration. Hmm. Hmm. Loads of inspiration. Expect beauty. Hmm. There's going to be a lot of beautiful clothes and beautiful people, beautiful women. Expect beauty. It's going to be a very beautiful scenery. You feel like you're in a, in, a, in, a, in a medieval painting, like in a Renaissance. You're in a Renaissance painting when you get into the arena that day. Expect glory. Hmm. Yeah. Expect glory. Hmm. God is going to be there in his full glory. Hmm. Yeah. So as we wrap up, right? Yeah. Um, what are the three most important lessons you've learned in your life mm. so far? So far, the number one lesson I've learned is that you need God. Hmm. Especially when you're pushing something this big, something this grand, something this universal. There's only so much you can do. Mm. Something has to back you. There's a level you cannot get to with your own power, with your own strength. Nah. You cannot. If you try it, you crash land. God has to back you. That's the first lesson I've learned. Two. You need people. Hmm. You can't do it by your, alone. You need people. You need the right people, not just people. Even if there are three, four. But you need people. The right people. I understand what they say about not trust. You need people you can trust. Is it, It's something that I go to God in prayer. I'm like, God, give me the gift of men. I need loyal men. 
around me. And I also ask him to give me the grace to be loyal to the people that hold me dearly. Mm. You know, because it, go, it goes both ways. So you need men. You need people. You need people you can call your own. Your own people. People that are willing to bear the burden with you. Go to any length to see that the dream comes to fruition. People that will hold you down and have your back. Through tough times and through good times. Yeah. And then thirdly, never ever forget your family. Hmm. La familia. Hmm. In Italian terms. Hmm. Never ever forget your family. The basic unit of social life is the family. The basic unit of the community is the family. It's from the family that everything begins. Do not forget your family. Mm. Do not forget your family. Your parents, your siblings, whoever you call family, friends that turn brothers. Treasure them. Because at the end of the day, when all the lights fade, they are the ones that will stay with you. Mm. Yeah. Denim God, thank you very much for this time. It was, um, I'm not sure you've ever gone like, yeah. we, we don't touch one court day yeah. like this. Yeah. And Jose taught me 2022 that yeah. like, so just the wave flags when they see the corner. Mm. If you are in this life and you see light, mm. this life is not for you. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs>